0: This is episode 72. In this episode, you'll meet Ileana Rojas Saldana, the owner of Be Live Coaching and Consulting, where she empowers professionals to move from ordinary to extraordinary. She shares her story of transformation and shares how you can transform from the inside out. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, hello, I'm Giselle Martin, and this is Relate and Elevate. Bienvenidos. It's a podcast where Latinx business owners share stories of cultural identity and entrepreneurship. I believe consumers want to support businesses they relate to because it gives them a sense of community. Also, join me on my business mindfulness series where I share business tips and activities that will help you grow and sustain your business. So please, subscribe to Relate and Elevate to learn more about closing the cultural gaps in the marketplace. Hey, welcome everybody to another episode of Relate and Elevate, and I'm so happy to get to know this guest today, because I I really don't know her, but I'm really excited to learn. <laughs> um, I was holding myself to ask the questions to get to know her. Um and get to know all about her business, would you like to introduce yourself? Of course, and
1: and thank you. Uh, I've been looking forward to our interview all week, so I'm so excited. Uh Um, I'm Ileana Rojas Saldana. Uh, I'm originally from Mexico, uh, and I currently live here in the US for the last nine years. And I'm a a executive career and business transformation strategy coach which we'll get a little bit more onto uh, what that means. But basically I uh, focus on helping uh, professionals uh, really get to that next level uh, to build the mindset, the skill set, the habits, the behaviors that they need to reach the professional life that they want to live. And it can be from a, a corporate perspective or from an entrepreneur perspective really any any side of your your life uh, from a professional perspective. Uh, So that's sort of in a nutshell.
0: (laughs) So basically just making our world better and amazing just by being you and doing your job, basically. (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) Still haven't had any complaints yet. (laughs) Well, I want to get to know you personally a little bit better. uh, So I have a few questions. Uh, What is your favorite food? Enchiladas. Enchiladas, that's my favorite too. What kind? Like what sauce? What what filling? What who where from where who makes them? (laughs) Uh,
1: Enchiladas verdes, uh, you know, with green sauce and cheese mostly. Uh, although there is uh those are like the traditional that you can find in a lot of places. But in Mexico, uh, there was this this particular, there still is, I believe, this particular place, uh, restaurant that had some very particular enchiladas. Uh, and they had like a lot of different things. It was like a special sauce that they made. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I don't think I can even describe it. But those like Like I'm, I'm just watering right now. My mouth is just going like, Oh my God, if I could have them again, like that would be wonderful. But for the most part, I would say enchiladas. verdes.
0: Mm. Yeah. Those are my favorite. Um, enchiladas are my favorite. Yeah. My family is also from Mexico, but we usually have, um, enchiladas rojas. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite color?
1: Red. Um, and it's part of my branding and and part of my logo and, uh, It has a lot of significance for me. Well, one, like I've always loved it. It's since I was little, like I can remember that I always wanted the red shoes and the red sweater and the red, you know, the red backpack and and the red everything that had to be red. Um, and my first car was red. Uh, so it's like red all along throughout my life. Uh, mm-hmm. But now I've realized as I've built been more conscious of my brand and my business brand, uh, it, it has a, a strong significance to me. I think now that I've built my been much more conscious about my brand, my personal brand and my business brand, I've realized that red to me means passion, because I'm very mm-hmm. passionate about everything that I do mm-hmm. uh, and it also to me it means courage like the energy that I get from from red is is like that okay when I feel down it just uplifts me and it gets me moving uh, yeah. so so definitely there's there's a lot to to the color and and what emo, what emotions it, it
0: you know it means to me so definitely red <laughs> yeah Yeah, it's such a great color for a brand, too. Um, And it stems from your person, yeah. (laughs) I love it. So what's the most recent book you read? Oof. Um, So I have several
1: right now that are on my deck. Uh, But I would say, but I'm very into, well, I have two different types of books that I love. I'm a a fan of, of fiction so I love a lot of uh, different fiction novels uh, that I write, but th- that that I that I read. But from a from a professional perspective, I love a lot of things that have to do with a, a lot of topics that have to do with the mindset and and how to really strengthen your your mindset from a growth mindset perspective from a growth mindset perspective, or from a positive mindset mindset perspective, um, anything that can help me uh, or that I feel can help me have you know build those tools and strategies and, and tactics uh, to to just. Feel that that my mindset is in a better place uh, because you never know, right? You're on these ups and downs, but yeah, we can. Well, I've learned that we, in the end, we are in control. Uh, so yeah, and sometimes you feel you're not. Sometimes yeah. you feel like a lot of the (laughs) Yeah. So, so anything that can provide those, those tools and strategies uh, to, to return that control, to return that power to our mindset so that you can then move forward, like I'm all for it.
0: Yeah. That's something that I try to teach my kids all the time is that you have the power within you to control your situation and your body and how you react. It's, really difficult for kids to really like embody that but you know I just tell them like I learned it really really late in life I'm still learning it but you can learn it now yeah
1: yeah and you're right I don't think it's it's only kids I think we all have we all fall into those uh insecurities and and those you know (laughs) voices that that's that start coming in those inner critic voices uh and and we end up having these beliefs so yes anything that that helps you shift that mindset uh so that you open up to possibility versus sort of like glooming down yes yeah I'm all for
0: (laughs) yes definitely so if you could meet one person dead or alive, who would that be? Oh great question. Um oh my god
1: those are great questions uh I would definitely like to meet um different like women that are in in uh like for example today you no know, Kamala Harris or uh just women that that i found have challenged themselves to be better so that i or that in their mind like they've grown so that i can you know pull from from their best practices, their thoughts, their tactics, uh, and how did they overcome? Uh through my life, I've I've surrounded myself of amazing, incredible women that I look up to and I'm like, how did you accomplish that? And then when you talk to them, they 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 start telling you about all these the same like uh like all these insecurities and all of these same thoughts that we have. And, yeah. and that inspires me greatly because I'm like, oh my god like yes been there like I know what it feels and when they they tell you how they were able to overcome it uh I I just love that because I'm like oh so then I can also do that um
0: so so yeah it really humanizes a lot of the people that are on pedestals
1: yeah exactly
0: yeah yeah so what's the last song you listened to I, I'm not much
1: of listening to music, which is not great, especially when my whole family listens to music uh, <laughs> a lot, <laughs> like they, they, the music in, in a, for them is, is, drives a lot of what they do. So I would say I listen to, to. I, I'm sort of like a what do you call it when you're you're a secondhand listener, like I listen to what they oh, listen to, mm-hmm. uh because whatever they're always on in the background. Whatever. Exactly, exactly. So so no, I wouldn't be able to say like it's it's something that I I do because I it, I share it. It's something that I share it. It's a shared taste with them. They drive it. I just follow
0: along. <laughs> So now we're going to get into talking about identity. How do you self-identify?
1: I'm a proud Mexican, proud woman from Mexico. I've lived there, born and raised all my life in Mexico City. Um, And I, although I've lived here for nine years, that's still like in the core of of who I am and how I think. I I've embraced and and now learned to to see things in a different from a different lens you know from a different lens because when you've been in a country for you know most of your life uh, you don't realize uh, that what it means to you until you're not in that country anymore. Uh, so now i've yeah. I've learned to to really like, Embrace and acknowledge some of the the the, the beauty of of what that ad- identity meant. Mm. Uh, I don't think I really understood what it meant until I was not there anymore. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's those kind of things that you take for granted, right? Like you you don't even think about
0: them, and then suddenly you're like, ah, oh. <laughs> such an eye opener. Yeah, it also it, I for me I feel like the way you're describing it if and I felt this also is you kind of see yourself or you, know, you kind of get to know yourself like um like reconoces una parte de ti that you didn't even know like you yeah. you're getting to know yourself better more intimately or yes, something. Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. And you connect with others in a completely different way, right? because uh, when when you're in your home country well you're a part of a lot of people uh right like that but here when you meet somebody else that's from Mexico I'm like (gasps) right like you have like this whole different feeling of conversation or when you're you know uh with other people from Latin America like there's these different kinds of connections that I I didn't realize that were there before because they were just like an everyday thing, yeah. Uh, but now they become so much more richer and valuable, um, and and I value them so much more that I didn't uh, acknowledge before, for because I didn't realize that that they were so important to me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. That's important. Um, I also think that this country is one of the countries that focuses a lot on our outside identity yeah um and a lot of people I met a lot of people who are not from this country or not born and raised here or that when they came over here is when they first realized what identity was (laughs) yeah so interesting Yeah, yeah what does the term cultural identity mean to you I Well, cultural identity,
1: I think, has to do with with your life, right? With where you're from, from a country perspective, but from as you grew up uh, in terms of the stories that you lived through the beliefs, such a rich word, uh, because, again, it means so much more. And and once you start understanding uh, that we are all, we're, there's so many things that that we connect with that makes us so similar, but that are, there's also so many things that that make us different through the story that we lived. Like you and I are both from Mexico, but we we share that in common. But then your story is going to be so much more d- different than mine uh, in 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 so many ways. Um, so to me, it's it's how you become. Uh, unique and what makes you unique and so valuable and so powerful and so rich uh, in 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 the environment that you're in because of that those those stories those beliefs those traditions those uh, everything that that you were born from you and from the 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 environment or the the life that you had
0: yeah. Yeah, the uniqueness factor is so important. And it's really interesting how a lot of people want to be like other people, but we don't see that the value is in being so completely different from everybody else. (laughs) Right, like, like, it's,
1: it's a part of, uh, of that natural tendency of of when you're in a group you want to be included you want to feel that you're a part of that group and and the belief is that being similar to others it's what's going to make you feel included in that group so now i think with this new uh understanding of, of diversity and inclusion and and you know everything that comes with it i think we're now relearning uh that inclusion is one thing and that diversity is another and yeah. and they're not polar opposites on the contrary uh the fact that you are diverse uh makes you unique and makes you valuable and makes you you know so important and inclusion is more of how you ensure that that diversity is acknowledged and that that value is recognized uh, so I think we're starting to relearn uh, as as what those definitions and what they mean. So hopefully, moving forward, uh, generations to come will see that uh, more as a as a, I don't need to be like others to fit in. I can be myself. I can embrace my my whole self. Uh, to to be included into whatever environment that we're yes. in. Yes.
0: Yes, definitely. It's that those unique factors that make us different also connect us with other people. Yeah, definitely. So now let's get to know more about your business. Can you tell us um when did it start? What, you know, what are your services? what inspired it? Um, how long have you been doing this?
1: Sure. So I, I was in corporate, uh, roles for over 20 years, um, doing mostly marketing and sales, uh, and towards the end of those, that period of my, of my life, um, it I enjoyed it every moment, but those, those last three years, three, four years, it, it really became a job. Um, and I started to realize that I wasn't enjoying it as much. Um, and it's hard because the, the work that I was doing was really, really fun. And the brands that I was in were great. So when you're not enjoying something like that, like Mm -hmm. clearly it was a red flag that something was, was off. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and that's when, when I realized that I needed to, to move on that, that, piece of my career was was coming to an end. Um, and looking back at my life, um, although I loved and I was very good at doing, you know, marketing and sales, what I really enjoyed to do was uh, helping my teams become high performing teams, helping my leaders and my direct reports become great leaders. Uh, and, and that's really like where my heart thrived. Uh, and uh, where, you know, I, I was like fully, uh, like I would Get out of bed in the morning. So that's when I decided that that's what I wanted to do going forward. For that to be my full-time job, versus just being a part of a role uh, in a, in a different uh, with different responsibilities. So I, I got uh, certified as a coach. I realized that that was my new path in in life, uh, and I started my own uh, coaching consulting business three years ago um and as i've i've gotten more into it uh i've realized and i've learned or, or i've now it's sort of opened up the fact that you know less than 3% of latinas are in leadership positions um mm-hmm. and a lot of it, it doesn't mean that, you know, there are no Latinas out there. It doesn't mean that they're not well suited or that they're not capable. It just means that they, for a lot of different reasons, they haven't had the, the support and the guidance uh, that they need to be able to get to those those leadership positions. Mm-hmm. And I, looking back at my life, I realized how lucky I was for a lot of my life that I had these, these mentors and these advocates. Now I feel that it's it's part of, of what I want to do is be that that support to other Latinas and, and help them uh you know be their coach, be their mentor, be their supporter, be their advocate, uh, so that then they can have that um that drive, that that boost that they need to be able to get to those those leadership positions.
0: So that's a really, really important problem to be working on. <laughs> And I'm so glad that you are working on this and somebody is working on it. Um, But I want to go back to what you said when you realized that what got you up in the morning and you said something very, very, very specific. Um, How did you come to that realization that that is what got you up in the morning to want to continue working on this?
1: So it wasn't a one thing like it wasn't an aha moment. Um, the the aha moment uh, of of just realizing that at least the path that I was in was not the path that I needed to do going forward. That mm-hmm.
0: did happen. So it was a morning. decision of I uh, no longer when, want to do this. Right.
1: Yes, and that was when when my husband came and said, I don't think you're enjoying your your job anymore you're and, and you're right like I'm waking up because I have to not because I want to uh, and then fear set in because I was like okay so if I'm not going to do this anymore then what's next right uh, so I, it was like a, a veil was taking out of my eyes uh you know to to see that that where the path that I was going to was no longer my path um, that did happen in one day but then the journey Mm. of understanding okay then what's next uh that took a, that took a, a good year or so uh of, of going in and 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 doing this deep self awareness and, and understanding uh okay if this is not it then then what do I want to do and, and then i do have to say that it it's a it, it's a moment of deep anxiety and fear because now you're like ah is there a path like what am i good at um yeah and and that's Actually, part of the, the the programs that I now do, clients that are in that same situation, because now I've learned everything that I did to find my new path uh, in life. I now like narrow it down to eight sessions, uh, where I take them through, you know, a very specific framework that will help them reconnect with with what they're good at, with who they are, with what they're passionate about, which with what's going to get them out of bed in the mornings, uh, and really figure that out, so that they don't have to go through the the process that I went through that took me like over a year, uh, to find out they can, you know, in, in, in eight sessions sort of get a better, a, a better grasp of it. Cause, cause it, it, it it's really horrible to not know, <laughs> like to go to sleep at night with that anxiety. Yes. It's, it's not a, a nice place to be.
0: Yeah. And from you doing it yourself in one year, that's, Actually, already really pretty fast because a lot it of is. people don't find it for 10 years, four 20 years. years, long years, two, three, yes. four years. But then now you've narrowed it down to eight sessions for others. That's really amazing. And um, yeah, that's definitely a gift. And I'm happy that you're using this to help Latinas or or anybody who wants yeah. to be in, you know the next level of their career because um this whole idea of just like climbing a ladder and going up a hierarchy and the higher you go up the smaller the spaces are right and i just i mean i don't i don't like them and i think that we are i i know that we're all really like we're communal people like we come we're from tribes from communities that's naturally where we come from and that's how we thrive as humans. And this whole idea of climbing this corporate ladder or climbing this hierarchy is like the more that I up-level in my career, then the better I get, then the smaller the rooms are. I don't believe that. I believe there's room for everyone.
1: Yeah. You know?
0: Like you have a business, I have a business. We're not in competition with each other because no, there's room for everybody, and there's clients for everyone, and all of us need to use our gifts to to make us happy in our own lives, but also make a living from it. Right? Like, isn't it, isn't it the best when you're making a living, um, and having fun and doing what you love? <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: I think that's the ultimate state, right? It, it, to your point, it's definitely possible. So many examples uh, of you know all of us doing doing what we love. In and, and to your Point, being able to make a living um, I think it's the the knowing once you get there it's like ah, oh, yeah sure like it can be done it's the process to get there that mm. where where many people can can struggle like I struggle and I see it in a, in a lot yeah. of other people and
0: struggle I think that's where give up where, where or... many
1: of us yeah yeah and and I I always say it really starts in believing that we can do it and then reaching out to others to help you get there. Because I think a lot of the, the mm-hmm. at least the learning that I had through that year was I didn't ask for help. I thought mm-hmm. that I needed to go through that process myself and that I needed to like do it on my own. And how could I accept that I needed help? And how could I accept reach out to others? Like it was embarrassing, right? Like how, how mm-hmm. did I how had I could come so far in my career and, and, and accept all of these things, like all of those things, uh, they, they pull you back. Uh, and, and now I look around and I'm like, yes, like, reach out, ask for help. Like, say, I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, please, somebody, because that's how you're going to really get there. Yeah faster. that's the
0: communal um, part right exactly <laughs> yeah.
1: exactly but but we have again these beliefs internal beliefs that oh my god what are they going to think of me and what are they going to say right uh so uh, for me I, I, a lot of the the work at least where i focus on is is helping my clients overcome those thoughts overcome those beliefs overcome those inner you know uh barriers that are stopping them from being able to get to that that next chapter of their life wherever that is and whatever that may be uh but but it's it's you're not alone like yes let's you you can reach out and, and we can work through it together
0: yeah yeah it's so important is asking <laughs> just a simple oh, ask my like, god so simple to say so difficult so to difficult. do yeah <laughs> yeah so well, how does your cultural identity affect the way you run your business um I I, I thought about this
1: this this question a lot and I think the the bigger barriers that i have in my business are are the traditional barriers that a lot of entrepreneurs have uh i i don't think that has to do anything with cultural identity it just is like the natural struggles that we go through uh when you start a, a business mm. uh, from a from a cultural identity perspective i think it has to do more with me and my beliefs uh that that i that I dragged along, (laughs) right, Mm -hmm. that I've I've made, uh, I I believe that they are true. And now I've come to realize that they're not. Uh, A lot of the things that, you know, uh, people are not going to like me because of who I am, or maybe they're not going to understand me because, you know, sometimes I don't communicate myself. and And I realize that I've been using some words in the wrong way, or Mm. You know, all these all these beliefs that we've told ourselves through time, uh, and 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 we've come to, to make them true, but they're really not true. They're they're just these perceptions that we have. So I, I think the, the the barrier in the cultural identity has has started, the biggest barrier is is me me with myself and my beliefs mm-hmm. uh that i that i need to shift that mindset and i think that goes back to one of your earlier questions on on what do i like to read and it's about that it's about understanding how your mind works how your beliefs work how how so that i can then sort of embrace truly embrace who i am uh in, in its full sense and not have that be the limiting factor actually have that be my driver uh, uh, going forward
0: yeah yeah it's so important I think uh, I want to point out that you said that these beliefs have kind of stopped you of the end and you realize like oh I was saying these words in a different way you know because English is not your native language but that's also a lot I, those um uh, they're also like societal beliefs too right um mm-hmm. Yeah. And just the idea of like knowing another language or not knowing English um, good enough makes you less than. That's like a really, really big like pejorative, very negative belief in our society of like the whole like going back and forth from speaking English to Spanish and the code switching. A lot of people say like, oh Spanglish is bad and you don't know how to fully use English and you don't know how to use Spanish if you're using both at the same time but actually I did a research study that code switching using two languages at the same time actually helps allows you to use a different part of your brain in a different capacity and I think yeah that all of those things are just part of the societal beliefs you know it comes with the with what you're also doing um in helping latinas get to the next part of their career um yeah yeah, and I think the, mo- the 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 things that
1: at least that I like to focus is on on you, right? On you, meaning my clients. On you, meaning my like uh, us as as individuals, because that's what we have control over. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I think you're 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 right in terms of there's a lot of beliefs, societal beliefs uh, out there, but those we can't control. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we need to acknowledge them. We need to understand them. We need to yeah. uh, recognize the 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 roots. Of, yeah. of where where they come from and but, recognize but there's nothing how we can they can do
0: recognize how, how they, they impact us. us impact us correct how we have the ability exactly to change, to change. yeah I, I,
1: exactly yeah exactly because everything else we can't control uh but but i can control how how I think of it and and what am I going to do about it. Uh, that I, I definitely have full control. Uh, and, and that goes back to understanding and embracing uh, you know, who we are to be able to then reclaim that 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 power as we move as we move forward. Um,
0: yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's so important. But again, so sounds so simple. but Oh, my God. So
1: oh, yes. Like we can continue <laughs> this conversation for hours and hours and everybody will be like, yes, that makes a lot of sense. I'm going to start doing it tomorrow. And then, yeah, it's not as easy to do.
0: <laughs> and now I'd like to take a little break. Do you ever sit there and wonder like, How come all these people have all this money? How come all these people are buying houses? How do they have so much money saved up? I do because for a really long time, I didn't really know that much about money. Actually, my relationship with money has changed so much over the past few years that I actually was willing to even burn Dollar bills or hundreds of dollar dollars of bills because I had such a messed up relationship with money. So I decided that my relationship with money needed to change. So for the past few months, I've been getting on Instagram Lives on Money Mondays. So if you want to continue a conversation with me, start a conversation with me, or just listen, join me on Instagram Live for Money Mondays every Monday at 12.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Bring your lunch. It's a lunch date. And let's talk about money. So what's your favorite technological tool that you use for your business? Oh, my God, so many. I'm like a, a
1: techie. Uh, and and most of all, because... Uh, and I don't even know if techie is the right word. So apologize if I'm using that incorrectly. But I, I love technology. And, and most of it because... Uh, for me, time is extremely valuable. And the the, the time of my clients is, is really, really valuable, right? We can only live this moment once and, and that's it. So how you spend the time, uh, for me, it has to be like doing things that, that create a positive impact for you, for others. Uh, so doing chores that that are don't have a positive impact, then that's when if there's something from a technological perspective that can that I can use to do those, those chores, I'm like all for. So (laughs) I use, uh, you know, all these different productivity apps and try them out. And if I learn from somebody that they're using, you know, a new thing, I'll go in and I'll try it out and see if that works for me. Uh, But I definitely use a lot of different productivity apps to help me, you know, be more effective and efficient on my time my phone is like my 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 personal you know uh what do i call it like my my personal supporter uh i do everything through through my phone as much as possible uh also through my watch like anything that can help me be more effective with time and and make my clients be more effective with the time that they are with me all of that like I'll I'll yes I'll
0: try I, I
1: try new things all
0: the time so besides your phone what do you use every single day
1: um I have my phone my computer the I would say my phone my computer and a lot of different apps that I have there that that, that that's my office which I would say. which
0: apps do you use every day
1: I use Slack. I use Asana. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely, obviously, the the, the the different emails, and I've configured them in a way that that helps me. So anything, I use a lot of Google email, so any, any apps that Google has uh, mm-hmm. will definitely uh, I use in terms of like Google Drives and all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I use Calendly for scheduling uh, meetings and, and make that piece of, of life easier. Uh, I would say those are the most the ones that I use mm-hmm. the
0: most. Yeah, I use um, Slack and Asana too, and Google Drive and Gmail.
1: yeah. And then I, I I would not be able to live without to do, uh, which is for my to do list, uh, mm. and that's only on on my phone. I, I don't think it's in a PC. I have a PC. I think I saw it, that it's available for for Mac, but I have it on my phone, and that's wonderful because I'm a I love like, you know, checking my tasks and crossing them, and and that sort of helps me framework my day uh and, oh, and I've keep on track of, it. of things. Uh so so the to-do app uh is, is wonderful because it helps you in one place sort of cord- organize everything into either projects or act- whatever you want. So it's it's sort of like an easy at least for me, it's been very easy to, to use and to keep me like on track from a personal and professional perspective. Like I have everything in there that, that I, I wouldn't be able to live without that one. I would say.
0: Oh, I will definitely look it up. Cause I, I write to little to-do lists everywhere with dates on them. And then sometimes I find them and I'm like, oh wait, this was three weeks ago. Did I do all of this stuff? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So, if you could have done something different in your career path to being owning your own coaching company, um, what would that have been? Um, I think it would be to the biggest thing, and
1: that um, I, I always recommend is is reaching out to others, like building my network. Mm-hmm. I don't think I never really recognize the importance of having a strong network Um, and and you know a lot of people throughout my life had told me like you know you should network and I was like I don't like to network like that was really not something that I love to do if I had to do it I would do it obviously but it was something that I had to do versus like doing it and I think now I love networking turned you off about it so I'm an introvert um, so it was more of just the, the, oh my God, it, I, I don't know how to approach people or, you know, what, what do I talk to them about it? Yeah. I was the, the typical person that it was in the corner of the room, like just looking at people waiting for somebody to come and talk to me, or I would stick to somebody that I knew right and and just like stay there uh because it it felt like awkward now I love it like there there's nothing that I love most than well I do love some other things but I definitely networking is 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 in my top uh five things that I like doing and I think it was just I didn't know how to Uh, um so therefore it was it was something that I didn't like to do right because you don't know how to and now that I I I know and I have like my own techniques uh I, I just love it and now i understand the benefit uh to me personally to me professionally to my business uh so definitely that's something that i i always encourage my my clients like build your network and and if they don't know how like i'll tell them like start here do this blah 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 like i'll give them four or five tips at least to get started to to help them feel more comfortable with with the networking piece
0: yeah that's i just I don't know why, but when you said that, I just saw like a few different um, Instagram posts, like <laughs> tips on how to network and here's number one and here's number two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That That's really, really valuable. I definitely would save that on my <laughs> Instagram. Um, can you share some advice for anyone with a very specific service idea or skill that you know, there, there there are not clear paths, clear career paths for um, someone like you who just went on and started her own business. So do you have any advice for anyone who has a very specific idea or skill set to turn yes, it into a
1: business? Of course. Uh, I, I would say uh, three things. First is to identify who, who they're serving, right? Who's there for this idea that they have is uh, they it came up because somebody needs that right, right. so who is it because yeah. with a lot of, of people that uh, i also do business consulting with with a couple of organizations uh that do accelerators for for um, entrepreneurs and what i tell them is you first need to identify your target audience because we normally say i want to i want to reach out to everybody. Right. Yeah, and and it feels like that's that's the best thing. And and that's not the reality. Right. The yeah. the, the more you focus, the more focused you are, uh, it, it's better because it helps you sort of pinpoint first the person and then what is their need? What are they looking for? What's that area? What's their pain point? What's important to them? Yeah. Um, that would make their life better if you can provide them this this very specific idea or solution that you bring to the table, because once you can identify who that who that audience is, you can ask those questions and then you can start crafting in, in a more um, business you know a framework of okay if this is the specific need that they have and this is how I'm going to be able to provide that product or service that's going to help uh them overcome that that need uh or satisfy that need that they have uh and and be it'll help them from a product or service perspective it'll help them from a marketing perspective mm-hmm. it'll help them from a a lot of different ways Uh, how do how do you approach them how do you get to them all of those other like uh, uh, questions that you need to answer as you build your business it really starts with identifying and having a clear clarity (laughs) having clarity of who your your target audience is and by target it really needs to be specific yeah Uh, yeah Definitely. Yeah, that, that would be the, the most important thing. Oh, well, and the other thing is believing in yourself. Uh, how many times I, I haven't thought that, Oh my God, nobody's going to want this. Like, mm-hmm. why would anybody, right? Like want this. And, and then we, again, start with all these inner critic questions and we start doubting ourselves. Uh, yeah. So there's a reason up for our value and for what we bring Uh There there are, like you said, and throughout the interview, right? Like we all bring this this wealth of uh, of knowledge and expertise on something, and, and talents in something, uh, and the uniqueness that we have is is there's a reason why. So yeah. we have to b- truly believe that the that the uniqueness is is going to benefit somebody. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, again, we're going to get lost.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of us get lost in the. Um well will it benefit enough people you know what yeah don't focus on that focus on who it is benefiting <laughs> yeah and definitely. and at the very very core of it it's we're benefiting our own selves by yeah by focusing on our uniqueness right yes well thank you for sharing that advice that's so important is that uh our businesses and our services are not for everyone everyone is not your target audience (laughs) yes Yes. so important
1: uh and and i'm guilty like i i can say that at the beginning i was like oh anybody that wants coaching right so i've even been guilty of 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 doing it myself because it's hard uh again it goes back to one of those beliefs and barriers
0: that that we tell ourselves yeah Uh, and then when we get the most specific, that's when more people actually. Come. Yes, yes, exactly. That's when we actually attract more people. Yes, yeah. totally. It, it sounds counterintuitive, but it is. You're right. Yeah, it does sound. It, it's like total opposites, but yeah, it, it works. <laughs> it, it does. It does. Definitely does. <laughs> so if you had no constraints, would you start another business? And what would it be? Um, I think I'm always,
1: I don't want to say I'm always starting other businesses because like, this is my business, but I, I'm always, uh, open and looking for, um, new things to do or collaborate with somebody else or, or doing Mm. partnerships or jumping into new initiatives. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I really, as long as it's aligned with my mission and my values, uh I'll 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 be a part of it. Uh, like I've learned through these last years and especially this this last year with everything that's happened. I've learned to really value partnerships and collaborations. Yeah. Uh, I think it's it's so important. Uh, and, and it helps you have a bigger impact uh, for you and for others. Uh, so like I said, as long as it's aligned with with my what, what I've now come to to recognize is my mission and my values. Um, I'm, I'm always looking for for new things and new projects uh, to get involved in.
0: So what is your mission? And maybe someone listening aligns with your miss- mission and will collaborate with you uh it's it's all about uh helping others be the
1: best that they can be by truly embracing who they are uh mm-hmm. so I, I i i'm like i i've mentioned throughout like i truly believe that it starts with ourselves yeah. uh and it starts with that knowledge and and that embracing uh truly like who we are uh and and that's when you know things will will start flourishing uh in again easier said than done and that's why I feel like it's one of the things that I that I can that I can help others with to really recognize their their talents and and being able to then you know bring them to to fruition and help them be the best that they can be um yeah
0: acceptance yes. yes I full full Heartedly or wholeheartedly, whatever the word is. Yes. Um, <laughs> my whole heart <laughs> believes that. Exactly. I totally believe that. I totally do. And I didn't really understand what acceptance was um until a few years ago. Um, I'm actually like I could see it right now. I did this vision board, I want to say like four years ago. Okay. Um, I have a lot of vision boards everywhere, but this particular one um I have a quote from Dolores Huerta and it's it's more of a question that she poses and it says if you haven't forgiven yourself something how can you forgive others? And I realized that yes. that is about acceptance and yes. that forgiving yourself really is accepting your actions, accepting who you are, and that accepting yourself means you can accept others. And that really is what unconditional love is about, is um fully accepting ourselves and others. And um that's really what you're what I take is that your mission is is guiding people to see themselves to forgive themselves to accept themselves because the whole idea of forgiveness is um like you keep saying that our inner critics come up and if we say okay I see you you're you're not saying nice things right now but I forgive you you're cool I'm just not gonna listen to you bye yeah (laughs) totally yeah so thank you for sharing your mission, um, mission, and, um, and please tell us about your business and and how people can find you. Your your website. Um, are you on social media? What do you have any program specific programs coming up? Like how how do people work with you if they want to? Like what does it look like to work with you? yes of course well uh, people can find me
1: uh i am in 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 social media at uh believe coach uh and believe it's b e l i v e so it's like b live um and my, my website is, is believecoach.com, and they can also find me on LinkedIn, uh, either through my personal LinkedIn, Liana Rojas-Saldana, or I have my business uh, LinkedIn page. And I think those are the two that, that most people uh, use to, to find me, although I do have my Facebook page and my Instagram page also. But for the most part, uh, people find me on, on LinkedIn or on my website, um, and, and you'll be able to see more of, of what I do do in my website. Uh, But I, I focus on on three things, the uh, individual coaching programs, depending on where you are in your in your professional life. Uh, If you're trying to figure out, like what the next step is, if you that's one program, if you already know what your next step is, but you're not sure how to get there, and you Mm. need sort of that support, like that's a, a different program. And then, if you want to elevate your voice uh, and and really like build a strong brand, uh, like you you know where you're going, but now you need sort of that that push on how do I how do I stand out? How do I elevate my voice? How do I come across as, as something as somebody unique and 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 uh, you know that uh, this. Um, uh, subject matter subject matter expert uh, like that's a, a different program so it depends on where you are in your in your professional journey uh, I have you know a different program that adapts to that uh, that piece of it and I also have uh, different workshops that I do for, for organizations, uh, where I come in and, and I do, and, and I help them, uh, from an organizational perspective, you know, is, is it about communication? Is it about, you know, team ha- helping teams become, uh, high performing? Is it about, you know, mm. developing more leadership skillset? Uh, I do, a, a workshop that, um, for for women, you know, ERGs in terms of self advocacy and and how to self advocate because uh, again, it's something that that we need to do more and and yeah. we don't really know how. Uh, so there's there's all these different workshops that I that I do um, for for organizations and then I also do keynotes, uh, which I did more pre COVID. Uh, I did many many several keynotes. Um, now through 2020, those have come down uh, just because doing a keynote virtually becomes a little bit more challenging. Uh, yeah. But I, I also do those eventually. So yeah, those are sort of the, the different areas.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm so happy you're doing all of this. Like seriously, muchas gracias for putting yourself out there and making this happen and showing other people that they can do it too, <laughs> right? We all can. Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I really want to thank you for sharing your story, sharing with us all of these valuable tips and information. Um, and anybody who wants to contact Ileana, please contact her and let her know that you align with her mission, as she stated earlier. And um if you coached all of us, then we're, it's, you'll just automatically make the world a better place. I know it because.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Yes. And, and, uh, either through, um, through my LinkedIn, uh, well, i actually either through any of my, my social media platforms and my website, uh, you can schedule, uh, if you want to like a 20 minute discovery call, uh, where we can, you know, have a, a, an initial conversation on what you're looking for, uh, to accomplish and, and how I can help you. Or if you have if people, if your audience has any questions that they want to ask, uh, like by all means, feel free or to reach out. There's, there's link in all of those different places where they can, uh, set some time on my calendar.
0: Oh, that's great. Yeah that you so you use calendly so, to set up those yes that just yeah. makes it another easier tool. <laughs> yes <laughs> yes very so oh, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story and sharing more about yourself and i'm happy that we're enchilada sisters <laughs> yes now i'm like hungry hungry <laughs> <laughs> yeah so thank you so much um for taking the time
1: so thank you so much, Giselle, for the time and, and for for your podcast and for letting other uh you know women in share uh what they can do to inspire uh everybody else. So thank you.
0: Yep. Well, like I said earlier, there's enough room for all of us. So let's oh, totally. share. <laughs> let's share each other's stories. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Relate and Elevate. Find me on Instagram at Giselle's World and on Facebook at GM Strategist. Make sure to visit my website, GiselleMartin.com, and please, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Hope you have an amazing day. Bye.